Welcome to church. Woo, I'm so excited to be here this morning. I want to thank the audience that is watching us online right now on Facebook. I want to thank them and welcome them with all of us. And what is it is an honor for me to stand with you today and bring to you a message God has placed in my heart. And I want to thank the pastors for also giving me this platform and this opportunity. My name is Lismar. For those that do not know me, I am the worship pastor here at Passionate Life Church. And as a worship pastor, I have a great responsibility. And that is of the selections of songs we sing every Sunday. And out of the hundreds of songs that we sing, there is one song that has touched me and that has made me look at myself. And that song is who you say I am. Do you know that song? So I I was rehearsing one day in my home. And there's the part of the bridge that says, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Tears starting going down my cheeks. And in silence, as I stopped singing, I looked at myself in the mirror. That's the reason why this mirror is here. (laughs) I looked at myself in the mirror and said, God, when I looked at myself, I see mistakes from my past. I see labels that I have placed myself. And I see labels that I have allowed others to put on myself that say, I'm not enough. And this is what I see in the mirror right now, God. And God, But who do you say I am? And I have a question for you this morning. Who do you see in the mirror? Who do you see? Do you see failure? Do you see broken? Who do you see? Do you see unqualified? Do you see unworthy? Do you see addict? Do you see dirty? Do you see abandoned? But 
What does God say about you? By the end of this message, I want us to be at a place where we can look at those labels as the past and say, I am transformed and I, I know who I am because I know whose I am and who I belong to because my future belongs to God and are not defined by my labels. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love in this place. I thank you because you always go in love and meet us where we're at and say that we are forgiven. We are set free. We have been chosen. And Father, today I pray that our hearts are open to receive your word today in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I have titled this message, Who You Say I Am. Let's go in the word, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the Amplified Bible. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new Creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. But the enemy wants to challenge that. Let's go in the word again. Second Corinthians chapter 10, three and five. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Listen to this. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedience to Christ. There is a battle happening at this very moment. We call it warfare. Do you see it? Can you sense it? There is a battle against our purpose. There is a battle against our identity. And the enemy plans schemes to undermine who we believe we are. The truth of what God says we are. And he fights us. And the battle is against our identity. John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And that is Jesus speaking. Yes, the enemy has come 
to destroy, to attack your identity. Yes, he has come, but God has come to give you a full life, to give you purpose, to give you a new identity. And that's where we stand today. Let's look at the definition of identity. Identity. The fact of being who or what a person is. The personal characteristics that define a person, but which they are recognized and known. Characteristics that make them unique. Listen, the enemy will speak to you lies. Because all he speaks is lies. There is no truth to him. So what he's going to try to do, and he is constantly doing, and the battle is against our identity. He's going to speak to you labels that say, I'm not enough. You are broken. He's going to say, you are dirty, an addict, a failure, unworthy, unqualified, abandoned. Those are lies. Those are labels that sometimes we have allowed ourselves, allowed ourselves to place in our mirrors. But God says something else. And he wants to equip us today. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 13. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against what? The devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, listen to this, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand... There's more to that. After you have done everything to stand, we'll go, we'll, um, stand firm then. Oh, hold on. Okay, here. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted. Oh, here we go. Thank you. <laughs> with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Listen, God knew. God knew we were going to experience this battle about our identity. He knew that you and I were going to struggle. We're going to believe the lies of the enemy where we will look our mirrors and believe that we are broken and believe that we are unqualified. He knew. And this battle started the moment we were born. Whether we acknowledge it or not, 
It's going on right now. And as you sit in your seat and start reflecting in the past, you start remembering those labels and they start coming up. Yes, people have labeled me before. Broken, unworthy, not enough. Has someone in your past unintentionally or maybe deliberately labeled you to the point that has stopped you to follow the call of God in your life? That has made you believe those lies? That has made you believe that you can change? There can't be change. This is who I am. This is what defines me. This is what people see. This is what they say I am. Where has your story taken you? I know many of us, our stories have taken us to directions that maybe we didn't have any control over. And this is part of my story. I grew up in the island of Puerto Rico. Thank you. <laughs> my husband. My parents were church planters, lead pastors. I am one of six uh, children. And I had a great relationship with my parents. But, but uh, I grew up in a, in a very safe environment. I want to uh, paint that picture. I did grow up in a very safe environment. It was a wonderful. I was in ministry with my parents as a young age. But who here knows that that doesn't stop evil from happening in the world? At a very young age, there were some boundaries that were crossed that made me look at myself differently, that made me look at myself with labels, and those labels follow me throughout my life. At the age of 18, I moved to Jacksonville, Florida. I was in ministry, youth pastor, leading worship, leading a Spanish service. But what people didn't know that was in secret, it was that at age 26, I was going through a divorce. That at age 26, I was in an unhealthy relationship and marriage where it was verbally abusive and physically abusive. And more labels showed up. More labels that said, ugly, that said, rejected, that said, forgotten, that said, 
second place. And that's part of my story. But I want to encourage you today because God is the God of restoration. God is the God of restoration. Even when you look at yourself and this is all you see, I want to tell you that the God that loves the universe, the God that loves you unconditionally, the God that gave his one and only son in John 3:16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Eternal life. What does that mean? There is a hope and a future for you. What does that mean? It means that God wants to make you new. It means that God sees you in love. In love. In love. In him, you are seen. In him, you are known. In him, you are wanted. You are his masterpiece. And I want you to listen to this this morning. You are one of a kind. You are created for good works that he intended specially for you. In him, you can find perfect peace. In him, you are given his strength as you grow in the knowledge of his deep love for you. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that today? Sometimes that's a struggle when we start singing the songs like who you say I am. And we start declaring, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Do you believe that? And that's where he wants to meet you today. That's where he wants to meet us all today. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. This is the beginning verse. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is crafted in, joined to him by faith in him as savior, he is a new creature reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed Away, behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. God wants to bring a new life for you today. He wants to bring a new life to you today. He wants you to understand what his purpose for your life is. And there is Three things that I want to talk to you about that I want you to take with you. And they are, and let's put it on the screens, a new God center view of you. Who do, does that God see? In Isaiah 62, 2 says, and you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth. So point number one, God will give you a new name. A new name. 
And he talks in Judges about Gideon. Judges chapter 6, 12. Gideon had labeled himself. And he said to the angel of God, I am the least in my family. I am the least. I am not worthy of your call, God. But you know what God said? He looked at him and said, Gideon, this is what I see. I see a mighty man of valor. This is what I see. And I'm giving you a new name. Because this is what I'm calling out in you. This morning, he wants you to understand that he wants to give you a new name. That the past mistakes, the past labels, he does not look at them anymore. You're a new creation. Second Corinthians said, you're a new creation. He doesn't see those labels. Number two. He wants to give you a new purpose. Moses in Exodus chapter three and four gave God excuses because all he saw was five labels. And he said to God in the burning bush, he said, I am unqualified. I am unworthy. I am not enough. I'm a failure. I have a speech impediment. Why are you calling me? God was calling his purpose. He was giving him a purpose. He said, Moses, you know what I see? What I see is a leader. What I see is a man that is going to free the people of Israel out of Egypt. And that you will lead them to the promised land. This is what I see. I see a man after my heart. I see a man that is faithful. I see a man that I will give the Ten Commandments to. He will give you a new purpose. Point number three. God will give you a new future. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know... The plans I have for you, says the Lord, there are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. What does that mean? He understands that these labels are going to hinder you. In your walk. He understands that when you look at yourself in the mirror. All you see is abandoned, broken, forgotten, second place, ugly, dirty, failure. And he's saying, I want to give you a future. I want to give you a new name. Refuse to let the labels of the past. Or what people say or think about you. Limit God's plan for your future. God's power is bigger than your past. His truth is bigger than others' opinions. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that today? I want to give you three practical keys to get to a place where you can see yourself in the mirror and see who God says you are. Number one, resolve the past. 
Let's go in the word that says Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness. Man, that's hard sometimes. Rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other just as Christ, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And this is very important. And this is a practical key that I want you to take home with you as you meditate about this message. Forgiving others and yourself. Acknowledging that forgiveness is a process. And it's hard. And it takes time. Acknowledging our past, but not letting it define us. Getting prayer in the prayer cove. We have amazing prayer partners that can link arms with you today. And they can pray over your situation today. They're Christian counselors. They're people that we can connect you with. Or maybe they're friends that they can journey this with you. But you cannot do this alone. God has placed people around you, this community, this church. So you don't do this alone. So we can journey with you. Amen. A second practical key. Be honest to yourself. Others and God. John 8, 32. Then you will know the truth and the truth will what? Set you free. The truth will set us free. Stepping into your truth will require to be courageous. Will require you to be brave. Will require you to be bold and vulnerable. And sometimes this is very hard to do. Very hard to do. But being honest to yourself and where you're at and looking at yourself in the mirror and identifying all those labels and seeing, God, this is what I see. Then God can take those labels out one by one. One by one. Go to God and say, God, I surrender these labels to you. Number three, learn and declare what God says about you. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So is he. How do we do that? How do we learn and declare what God says about us? Number one, the most important, the word of God. The word of God right here. The Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. Have you heard of that? <laughs> the truth of God is right here. And if you don't have a Bible and you have a smartphone, you can download the Bible app. And you can take it wherever you go, at your work, at home. 
and declare the truth of God over your life. Another way is to get connected with life groups. We're about to open a new semester, the full semester next month of life groups. And it's an exciting time of connecting with people that want to learn about who God says they are through the word. That's an amazing way of connecting. And another way, and one of my favorite ways, it's songs. Songs. Like the song, Who You Say I Am. This song, it's about God declaring over you what he thinks about you. What he says about you. And sometimes it requires to sing it out loud. Sometimes it requires to put it on repeat. Sometimes it requires to just scream it on the top of your lungs on your hike. Sometimes it requires that to believe and understand who God says you are. Whatever you need to do, I want to encourage you to say, God, I'm going to stand. I'm going to put on my full armor. And I'm not going to let the labels or what people have said about me define me. I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let it define me. And part of my story of restoration is that I have an amazing husband with two beautiful kids seven and three Caleb and Luke you have heard the story about Luke about God's power in the midst of the impossible listen God can do anything and I want to encourage you today that when you look at yourself in the mirror and see all those labels that say and define who you are because you're believing that because you're walking in that I want to encourage you to say God I'm giving it to you God that is not going to define me any longer God I am enough I am worthy I am enough you are enough no matter what you have gone through i want to tell you you are enough to god and he loves you so much and this morning we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna read scriptures right here who you say i am and we're gonna declare this scriptures over our lives today and we're going to declare it understanding that this is what God sees. This is it. He says chosen. He says called of God. He doesn't see abandoned any longer. He doesn't see rejected any longer. He's saying, you say you're not enough. You are enough. Failure. You're not a failure. You're not broken. You're not second place. You're not an addict. You're not ugly. You're not dirty. God is saying to you this morning. Let me replace those. 
I want you to see this. I want you to see that you are created with a purpose. I want you to see that you have been set free. Come on, somebody. I want you to see that you have been healed. I want you to see that you are strong. That you are chosen. Come on, that you are accepted. That you are a messenger of the gospel. This is what I want you to see. That you are victorious. That you are loved. That you are brand new. That you are created with a purpose. And this is what he wants you to see. Not the other labels that are negative. That say this is who you are and you can change it. God says I can change it. Give it to me today. Give those labels to me today. Come on church. Let's declare this today over ourselves. And we can, we can say this together. Who you say I am God. First Thessalonians 1 4. I am chosen. Second Timothy 1 9. I am called of God. Second Corinthians 3 18. I am being changed into his image. Second Corinthians 5 17. I am a new creation. First Corinthians 6 19. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1 7. I am forgiven of all my sins. Galatians 3 14. I am redeemed from the curse of the law galatians 3 9 i am blessed do you believe that you are blessed today do you believe that you are blessed today deuteronomy 8 uh, 28 13 i am the head and not the tail above and not beneath revelations 12 11 i am victorious john 8 32 i am said free ephesians 6 10 i am strong in the lord first peter 2 24 i am healed by his wounds come on somebody romans 8 1 i am free from condemnation second corinthians 2 18 i am reconciled to god romans 8 17 i am joined hairs with christ romans 8 37 i am more than a conqueror ephesians 1 6 i am accepted in him colossians 2 10 i am complete in him do you believe the truth of god for your life today this is who he says you and i are this is who he says we are and with every head bow and eye closed i want to give an opportunity if there's anyone here that says I want Jesus to be the savior of my life. I want to trade my labels, my negative labels for who God says I am. Please raise your hand right there where you are. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Now together as one church, let's pray this prayer. Father, I give my life to you. I declare you that you are, I declare that you are my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your love, for your forgiveness, for trading my labels, 
for a plan and a future. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, give a shout of praise in this place.